0: Did you know you could be the founder of a nonprofit organization and practice emergency medicine? Well, if you heard our episode last week, you already know that I'm talking about our wonderful guest, Dr. Mabola Kokoyi. She's the founder of the MK Foundation and she's a practicing emergency medicine physician. In this part two episode, we'll jump into her impact as a founder of an organization that supports global health initiatives and you'll learn how she balances her career with clinical practice in the emergency room and being the founder of a nonprofit. We'll also hear all about the great work she's doing in various countries to help build capacity and support everyone learning more about their health. Let's jump right into the episode, roll the music. So switching gears a little bit, you use your skills in a variety of ways. And as you said early on, uh, the ability to be a specialist in resuscitation is something that's very intriguing and how you can use that globally. Um, so can you share a little bit about your public health interest and your global health interest? Thank you. So I have an interest in capacity building, teaching lots and lots of people community medicine. I do some of that on my Instagram, Dr. KMB, where I just kind of make videos and try to explain things because remember I had some that health help literacy and empowering and having people just have basic understanding of this, this process. And so through my foundation, the M. Picole foundation, we want to, you know, increase the skills, especially in undisturbed areas in West Africa, because that's where I'm from. We do two things one from the optimizing healthcare delivery, and then we also focus on educational initiatives in children because you got to catch them young, know, right? And so yes, you from do. <laughs> from a healthcare perspective, I try to do most of my stuff in things relating to emergency care because that's what I'm familiar with. We've done work with emergency services in Nigeria, for example where we know that the time to initiation of care in trauma or even medical is critical. But unfortunately, in parts of Africa, we usually have to pay for service. And so that causes a delay in care. Obviously, there will be an increase in morbidity, which is illness, and mortality, which is death. So we try to bridge that. So we work. With companies that help to intervene. They provide funds for the first 24 hours of trauma or medical care. We provided an ultrasound for easy diagnosis at bedside at an emergency medicine residency in Ghana. Again, because you have to pay before your head CT, you have to pay before your chance ray Well, if I'm a flash pulmonary edema, which means if there's fluid in my lungs. And I can't breathe, you know, just put the ultrasound probe, you can get a diagnosis. So really things to help while we have limitations, how can we just help solve those? And then the project that we're working on, which I am so excited about because it's about empire community, it's a CPR project. It's still in the works, but we're trying to go into different places of worship, libraries, schools, teaching people basic CPR, basic first aid, how do we save a life? We also, what happened a few weeks ago during the american football game where the player was on the field and i love that there was a big conversation all over the news about cpr those are things that as er doctors we nerd out on but they're critical because honestly five minutes really is all you have after the first minute you begin to have some brain injury but honestly five minutes is really what you have before you have irreversible brain damage and so Mm -hmm. my goal is to spread that word everywhere all over the world How do you resuscitate somebody? How do you do CPR? You don't have to go to medical school to save a life. You can save your life. If you're home with your grandma and grandma drops down, you can save a life. So that's my mission. That's what I want to do. And I'm so excited that with this agency in Nigeria, we're working on a project to go into the different communities and do that. As you can tell, Uh, I'm super stoked, so nerdy about it. it. Well, I'm excited about it too, because you know, the ability to teach people how to be sufficient and efficient in an emergency situation. It's scary, right? We see these things as physicians all the time. We're used to it. Even for us, it still takes a moment to snap right into gear. And so for individuals who aren't in healthcare to have that exposure to CPR, and here in the US, there are a lot of different opportunities for you to go learn CPR and become certified in CPR. And so, as you said, for DeMar Hamlin, you know, they were able to start chest compressions right away. And it was so critical to his ability to recover. I'm so excited for your initiative that you have to go into places and meet people where they are, beauty shops and barbershops and churches, places of worship, just so that they can become, like you said earlier, more empowered about their health. So I love that. I love that. And thank you for sharing a little bit about the experiences of the healthcare system in Nigeria, too, because it's important for our audience to know. Differences in healthcare globally and ways in which they can be impactful globally. And it sounds like you're doing that as well. Thank you. You are welcome. How can our audience support what you do with your foundation? Absolutely. The first easy way is please donate, donate, donate. Yes. You had a wonderful gala. I loved it. (laughs) Donate, donate. (laughs) <laughs> we need money to do this things. We need money to train people. We need money to feed them. We need money to buy supplies. The website is www.themkfoundation.com. The links are there. And sometimes you can actually just donate your time. You know, you can say, Hey, I, I want to volunteer. When next you go to Nigeria, I'd love to come with you. And even just even creating teaching curricula because we have medical students that want to volunteer with us. And so really whatever kind, time, even if it's just supporting, right? Sending me a message. Hey, you know, we're praying for you. We hope that things go well. Everything, everything is super meaningful. Spreading the (laughs) word about what we do. Those are awesome. We're always looking for corporate sponsors. So if you even have connection, those would be super helpful. Absolutely. Well, Hopefully our audience takes heed to that and supports you in all the ways that you need because you're doing such amazing, amazing work. How do you balance being a founder of a foundation, the MK Foundation, and how do you, you know, get it all done? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. In between you and I, I me mean, sometimes I think, well, you've been doing much. You've been doing that I know. Oh, I know that feeling. I know. How do I balance it? I'm like, God, you have to help me. But sometimes yes. I actually take a lot of scheduled breaks. Like Jasmine had mentioned, we had a gala, a post another gala in November. And then I initially took a one-month break. I'm like, you know what? This was a lot. I'm not going to do anything with this. And I try to plan my time, you know, so I may get like text messages from partners, but I don't have to reply to those immediately. I schedule time to do my foundation work because when you guys go into emergency medicine, you'll see it can take a toll on you. So our regular morning shift. One shift is like other people's three shifts because you're emotionally spent, you're physically spent. If you call a cardiac arrest, somebody dies, you have to go into the next room and pretend like nothing happened. So there's a lot of emotion <laughs> that goes into that. So what I've, what has been helping is I try to compartmentalize things, you know, so I say today, I'm not working on foundation. I work on it twice a week, you know, et cetera. So finding a plan. And even as I'm speaking out loud in my mind, I'm like, you really need to practice what you preach. You know, so I think scheduling time to work and then getting help. Oh my goodness. Getting people you can trust, relinquishing that control that you can do everything. And I've been so blessed. I have a wonderful team. We have a great board. We have great volunteers that do the social media, the electronics. So really just getting a team and relinquishing control and trusting that things don't have to be done your own way for them to be good. I think when you come to that point, your life will be a lot easier. (laughs) Yes, you exactly. Having that support and having that help is critical. Are you interested in taking a deeper dive with Black Men Connect? Then join our Black Med Connector newsletter. Each week, you'll hear more about our guests and go behind the scenes to get a deeper dive into their careers. You will get the professional productivity word of the week, and you'll get to see and learn more about amazing physicians doing wonderful things in entrepreneurship and innovation. So head on over to B-M-E-D Connect, bmedconnect.com slash podcast and join the Black Med Connector newsletter back to the episode. I feel like, you know, you're an innovator in healthcare, right? When you talk about being a physician and having a foundation or being a physician and having a business or being a physician and having a podcast, whatever it is, it takes a level of passion, right? We have a passion for what we do and we love our patients. We love the things that we're doing to connect people or to promote global health initiatives. You have to have a love for it. So I can hear that love and I can it kind of is beaming off the screen that you're very passionate about what you do. So like I said before, I'm so proud of you. You know, just thinking where we've come from being in the library at Duke studying. Wait, what was, what was that? The basement? What was the basement called? I forget what it was called. I just no. know the anatomy lab was down in there <laughs> and it was. At first, before we moved to our new building, it was dark, but we were there, right? We were there. We had studied. I remember my phone memories were one we will have to, one all like study until like 2 a.m. Exactly. What? I don't remember. And it used to be funny how when I get like really loopy on a sleepy time, do you remember it's just burst out laughing? You just, you just would laugh. <laughs> Hysterically laughing. What's time to go home? <laughs> yeah, those were the days, though. <laughs> That haven't changed their work. Like when I'm working in nine shifts at it's four or 5 a.m. And I'm like, ooh, anybody, anybody does, I just post that laughing. I'm, like, I'm, okay. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just tired. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. So, okay, we're going to wrap up with our bolus round. So for our listeners, a bolus, which you do a lot of in the emergency room, is when we give a rapid push of fluids if a patient is really sick or really ill or has lost a lot of fluids or blood. We try to rapidly give them fluids to kind of help raise their blood pressure, um, among other things that we do. So this is our rapid fire question round. And we'll just get to know you a little more and uh, we'll have some fun. So let me know when you're ready. (laughs) Drum roll. Drum roll. (laughs) All right. So what is your favorite vacation destination? Oh, uh, anywhere with a beach. Anywhere with a mm. beach. Yeah. Love it. Barcelona in recent years. As I like, yeah, top two. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Gotta put that one on the travel list. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. What is your favorite song to get you pumped up? Wow. Honestly, it's, it's probably Gyrate by, by Maverick City Music. Yeah. Right. <laughs> r- r- Every situation I'm going through, I play that song. I'm like, whatever I need, God will provide that. If it's strength, if it's rest, if it's z- whatever. So I would say gyre is my is, is my nice song. But there are multiple songs on that list. Any kind of Afro pop, any kind of Afro Niger beats music, those are I go gyre or I play a Nigerian Afro beats song. And I love it, love it. They keep you hype and keep you motivated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it Okay So what is your favorite Melanated movie? Wow That's a good one It would probably be Some kind of comedy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some kind of comedy But I haven't watched any In such a long time Of course Everybody says Black Panther But we're talking, talking about pre, Pre-Black pre <laughs> Panther <laughs> Yes, yes Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you know Those like are new it's talking about which old one did I have to Come back to that Because now you, Black Panther, That you watch Woman King Those are your favorites But I'm trying to dig back we can go with comedy as the genre. Yeah, yeah. I think Black comedy, I'm I'm down for. It. I know there's something. There's one coming on Netflix on the 27th. This with Eddie Murphy and I think. Oh yeah, You People, something like that. Yes. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Exactly. So that's gonna be hilarious, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Final question: What is your favorite black-owned restaurant in your area? Ah, oh, it's called Virtue. My lord, Virtue. yeah, yeah. Listen, you eat that food, it's like honey. So, factory, if you're hearing me, you need to come into your restaurant for like <laughs> oh, so yes, like, so great. What kind of food is it? What kind of food is it? It's soul food. Um, they have mm. like, potatoes. you like golly, like it just put pork in there. Like, what's going on? I had like mashed potatoes on ramp. So good. Ooh, that, tree, that sounds yes. good. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are very excellent. Ten out of ten, recommend. Ten out of ten. I love it. I love it. Well, and then lastly, if you want to rep your organization one more time and share where people can follow you to hear more and to learn more about the tips you share on social media as well. Absolutely. So my foundation is called the MK Foundation, www.themkfoundation.com. We're on Instagram. um, We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, MK Foundation 7, the number 7. And then my personal Instagram, where I share medical tips is Dr. KMD, D-R-K-A-Y-M-D, also the same on Facebook. And so you guys come follow, let's chat, let's have a conversation, let's empower each other. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mabola, for your time. Like I said, I'm so proud of you. It's always great to see our friends thriving and growing into such amazing professionals both doing things clinically and doing things beyond the emergency room or beyond the hospital. So thank you again. And as I like to say, everyone keep dreaming without limits. All right. Love Uh that. Thank you, Jasmine. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the B-Med podcast with Dr. Mabola Kakoyi. She talked all about her amazing foundation, the MK Foundation. You can check them out online at the mkfoundation.com or follow them on Instagram at MKFoundation7. If you want to reach out to Dr. Mabola Kokoi, you can reach out to her at Dr. K-M-D or Dr. K-A-Y-M-D. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you like listening to podcasts or on our YouTube channel. Matter of fact, if you're watching us on YouTube, Comment down below about what your favorite part of the episode was and what types of episodes you'd like to see in the future. Until next time, this is Dr. Jasmine Weiss and always remember to dream without limits. Bye.